the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So FBI Director Christopher Wray is in Washington. He's in front of the House Judiciary Committee. Man, there are some real Democratic zeros on this committee. Um, Hank Johnson, the... uh, Representative from Georgia, Hank Johnson, Hank Johnson, Hank Johnson, Hank Johnson. What did, didn't Hank Johnson do something famous? Yes, Hank Johnson uh, once, when he was questioning a military general about Guam, uh, expressed the uh, notion that he was deeply concerned that uh, Guam might sink into the ocean. The entire island might just sink into the ocean. Mm. Um, so it's a little different tone when a Democrat questions Chris Ray <laughs> than when a Republican does it. Uh, here's Hank's opening statement today. Gentleman yields back. Gentleman from Georgia is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. We are here today because MAGA Republicans will do anything to protect Donald Trump, their savior, no matter how unfounded or dangerous it may be to do so. Welcome to the legislative arm of the Trump re-election campaign. A grand jury found probable cause that, among other crimes, Trump illegally kept highly sensitive national security documents, which could put our country and others and our sources in danger if they got out. Hmm. I'm glad Hank's concerned about putting our country in danger. Uh, some of the Republicans on the committee, they're worried about our country being in danger. That's why they're asking Chris Ray about the FBI colluding with big tech to pull conservatives opinions off social media, including anything critical of uh, COVID lockdowns, uh, masking vaccines, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden laptop. And it just seems those seem to be a more imminent threat, Hank, than uh, Donald Trump. It's clever of the Republicans though, to get the FBI to target parents at school board meetings and to um, target uh, Catholics at masses and then call Chris Ray before Congress and try to pin it all on him. Very clever, very clever of the uh, Republicans. Maybe Hank Johnson's right. Maybe Republicans are uh, really devious and really untrustworthy. Uh, but it's more likely, though, that it is the FBI and the people who are running the show, led by Chris Ray, who are untrustworthy. Maybe that's why Chris Ray started his uh, testimony today by bragging on the quality of the people that he has brought in to lead the FBI. It's a team that I purposefully chose because they walked the walk out in the field. Just taking our top eight leaders as an example, they all came up through the Bureau as line agents. They've worked in 21 different field offices and have a combined 130 years of field experience. They Mm. include a West Point grad, Mm. veterans of the Army, Air Force and Marines, as well as a former police officer and state trooper. And not a single one is a political appointee, not one. Today's 
FBI leaders reflect the best of our organization, an organization that is made up of 38,000 men and women who are patriots, professionals, and dedicated public servants. And that is the real FBI. I wonder if they're uh, as good at their jobs as, uh, say, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, who were cheating on each other's respective spouse with each other, uh, who were very worried about Donald Trump becoming president. And uh, then Peter Strzok said, don't worry, we have a backup plan. The backup plan was uh, Hillary Clinton's paid-for concocted story about Donald Trump being a Russian cat's ball, which the FBI propped up for years and years and years and years. Uh, that's what interested Mike Johnson, the uh, representative from Louisiana, who uh, went all in on Chris Ray, starting out with uh, numbers that demonstrate the diminishing trust in the agency that Chris Ray heads. Just last week, NBC had a poll. Only 37% of registered voters now view the FBI positively. 35% have a negative view. In 2018, by comparison, 52% of the country had a positive view of the FBI. There's a serious decline in the people's faith, and it's on your watch, sir. And then, July 4th, we had this explosive, explosive 155-page opinion from a federal court in my home state of Louisiana. It explains in detail that the FBI has been directly involved in what the the court says is, quote, arguably the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. The court ordered the White House, DOJ, and FBI, among others, to immediately cease colluding with and coercing social media companies to suppress American speech, of course, conservative speech in particular. Director Ray, I find it stunning. You made no mention of this court opinion, either in your opening statement today or in this lengthy 14-page report that you prepared on July 12th, which is eight days after the court ruling. Have you read the ruling, sir? Uh, I am familiar with the ruling, and I've uh, reviewed it with our Office of General Counsel. That is a stunning answer. Here you have a federal judge accusing the agency that you head of doing things that are despicably un-American and against the First Amendment, violations, clear violations of the Constitution, impugning your organization, which is a reflection of your leadership. Even if Chris Ray doesn't believe that, he doesn't believe his people are doing it, okay, good, good leaders stand by their people until they're, you know, proven that their people are, in fact, bad people, that's fine. But he has not read the judge's ruling. He has not read it. He reviewed it with our counsel, with our lawyer, with your lawyer, you reviewed it? Like, not with your top person, did this, you don't call in your fabulous eight people who all were in a different branch of the service and all one was a police officer and one delivered cookies to, you know, people in hospitals. <laughs> I mean, you would, I would, here's what I would do. We got this scathing report slapping us down, saying we are colluding with big tech. You call your people in and you go, this is if not, if you're like, a, if you're not a complete democratic hack partisan, you call your people in and you say, is this true? Is this going on? I'd have eight big stacks of paper at eight seats around my big oak table, and I'd have my top eight people there, and I'd be like, all right, here we go. Page 12, paragraph, whatever. It's highlighted in your binder. Let's look. At, are we do- Bill, are we doing this? Jane, are we do- did we do this? What do you know about this? 
Chris Ray, uh, I reviewed it with our lawyer. Which, when you review something with your lawyer is, okay, so here uh, on page uh, 36, uh, line 5, it says we did this. Can I get in trouble for that? Is, that? is that anything? Can we get away with that? Like, is that is there any way we can, like, squeeze that through some loophole and make that okay? That's how Chris Ray reviewed the report. If you don't believe me, listen to him here. He's like, ah, poo-poo in the ruling. Obviously, we're going to comply with the court's order, the court's preliminary injunction. We sent out guidance to the field and the headquarters uh, about how to do that. Uh, needless to say, the, the injunction itself is a subject of ongoing litigation, uh, and so I'll, I'll decline to comment further. Well, on let me that. tell you what the court concluded, because it, it should be the first thing you think about every morning and the last thing you think about at night. They said that, quote, the court found... Apparently, the FBI engaged in a massive effort to suppress disfavored conservative speech and blatantly ignored the First Amendment's right to free speech. The evidence shows the FBI threatened adverse consequences to social media companies that they did not comply with its censorship request. The court found that, quote, this seemingly unrelenting pressure by the FBI and the other defendants had the intended result of suppressing millions of protected free speech postings by American citizens. As a result, the court states, for example, millions of citizens did not hear about the Hunter Biden laptop story prior to the November 3rd, 2020 election. Page four of the court ruling lists some of the important subjects that the Biden administration and the FBI forced the social media uh, platforms to suppress. The evidence shows you, your agency, the people that directly report to you, suppressed conservative-leaning free speech about topics like the laptop, the lab leak theory of COVID-19's origin, the effectiveness of masks and COVID-19 lockdowns and vaccines, speech about election integrity in the 2020 presidential election, security of voting by mail, even parody about the president himself, negative posts about the economy. The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the Internet if it came from conservative sources. That's a long list of things that are really, really obviously on the can't-do list for the FBI. But did you notice Chris Ray in the beginning? Eh, you know, we sent out guidelines about how they could comply. In other words, they sent out guidelines on, I know you guys are doing this, and we're bitten smack down for doing it, but here's how you can do it and not get caught. Uh, last night was the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Uh, I used to be much more into baseball than I am now. I used to love the All-Star Game. But as I'm watching these uh, House Judiciary hearings, gotta say, the Democrats have quite the murderer's row of morons. Uh, shining the shoes of Chris Ray. Jerry Nadler, batting leadoff, although I, don't, I wouldn't put a guy who probably can barely walk rather than run, a batting leadoff, but Jerry Nadler was first. Uh, then we got uh, some woman from California who she really needs to step up her game because uh, she can't hang with uh, the likes of Hank Johnson, Ted Lou, Eric Swalwell. You know, I'm just going to say, I- I've never been elected to Congress. I've never been elected to anything. I've never run for anything. I'm just going to say, if I ever run for anything, I would assume that... Uh, Sleeping around with a Chinese spy would be frowned upon. Maybe it would be a a, 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 a career ender if you if you were an elected official. Not Eric Swalwell. He's hanging in there, man. Still serving. What does that say about the people of California who continue to send him uh, to Capitol Hill? But I, I tip my hat. I tip my hat to the murderer's row of morons 
that are uh, putting Chris Ray. Well, they're no, they're not putting Chris Ray through his paces. The Republicans are putting Chris Ray through his paces. Uh, like here, for instance, is how Matt Gates, uh, Florida congressman, uh, this is called like hitting a hitting a home run uh, with your first swing of the day. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. Why not? You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not has que- no oh, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. Yeah, it is deeply revealing about him. There's a lot of things that are deeply revealing about Chris Ray, about the FBI, about the double standard of justice and all the other things going on. I don't know what purpose this uh, ultimately will serve because I guarantee you uh, they're not carrying this live on CNN, MSNBC, none of the major networks. It's on Fox. There's an element of preaching to the choir on it. Most of the people who are watching Fox already think the FBI is horrifically corrupt. And this underscores another reason why the upcoming presidential election is so consequential. Because if you have Republican majorities in both the House and Senate and you have a Republican president, then I think there's a chance that the FBI could get reformed. I don't think you can defund them. I don't think you can do away with them. They do, as Chris Ray's quick to point out, a lot of great things. I have a friend who used to be a former FBI agent. I have a friend now who is with the FBI in a certain capacity. And when Chris Ray talks about the fact that, uh, you know, the the men and women of the FBI are fantastic. Well, a lot of them are. In fact, most of them are. But the leadership is not. The leadership is deeply invested in ideology. And the ideology is that the most dangerous threats to America aren't China, aren't Russia, aren't Iran, aren't foreign actors, the most dangerous threat to America is the Republican Party and the people who would vote for it. They genuinely believe that. And so they feel justified. It's like, oh, you know, a friend of mine, college football commentator, was on campus getting ready to broadcast a game one time, and one of the star players on the team had been caught with marijuana, and the coach had, you know, found a way, used his cachet as a winning coach to keep the player eligible, even though the media was barking at him and fans were like, yeah, that looks shady. But the coach's justification to my friend was, eh, it was just a little dope. It was just a little dope. And it was, was there dope? Yeah, it was just a little. That's the FBI leadership. Okay, we know. We're colluding with big tech. We know we're censoring conservatives, but, you know, it's just a little wrong because the ultimate purpose that we are trying to serve is noble. We will not allow extremism. Mega, 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 uber, duper, super duper, mega, mega must 
be controlled at all costs. They believe that. They believe that. They are the very antithesis of people who go where the facts lead them. They don't go where the facts lead them. They go where their belief leads them. And then they find the facts. There's a famous saying, for my friends, anything. For my enemies, the law. That's their mindset. For my enemies, the law. Oh, we got the law. We'll take care of you. So I don't have any hope that, I certainly don't have any hope if Democrats win the upcoming election, if they win either branch of Congress, that any of this will change. It won't change. I don't know if people think of these things when they go to the voting booth. I think we might have reached a point in America where we're past debating policy, getting out of our partisan silos. Like, how many people do you know who've switched their vote? Probably over the last 10 years, probably since since Obama. You've probably, I'd like to know, how many of you have voted for a Republican and a Democrat for president since you had ample opportunity? But since Obama ran, it became, I think, so partisan that if you opposed Obama, oh, you couldn't oppose his policy. You were a racist. You're racist. You're not voting for Barack Obama. You're a racist. Maybe I just don't like his policies. No, you're racist. And if you vote for Donald Trump, well, you definitely were a racist, right? And if you are called that, you probably don't like it very much. And it makes you less likely to listen to the other side. In the event, of course, that the other side would actually have merit to their argument rather than just emotion, which they often do not have. They just ride emotion anywhere and everywhere. For the Republicans to win the 2024 presidential election, they are going to need somebody who is quick on their feet, able to think of things. And I just question whether Donald Trump can do that. I don't question whether he can win the Republican nomination. He's going to win it probably going away. And that kind of big victory in the primaries is very unlikely, in my estimation, to tunnel him in on the message he needs to emphasize during the general election, which is how do you get an egomaniac to make someone else the focus of every appearance that you have, whether it's in front of thousands of people at a rally, whether it's in a television interview, whether it's in a debate. You're trying to get Donald Trump, who plasters his last name in big gold letters on every real estate investment he has around the world. What you're trying to get him to do is talk about someone else. I'd love to see him win. I'd rather see Ron DeSantis win because I think he'd be more targeted. But these are the difficulties that Trump will have, putting the focus on someone else. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.